Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. This Memorial Day, Fine Wine and Good Spirits is all about adding something a little unexpected to your backyard gathering. Have you considered a nice glass of wine? Think badminton and bubbly, fireworks and fine wine, cornhole and corks. Shop in-store and save $2 on Cupcake Vineyard Sauvignon Blanc and Prosecco, plus save an additional $8 on four bottles and $18 on six qualifying bottles. Coupon required. Offers end May 29, 2022. Please enjoy responsibly. Want to talk about our opponent? They're bigger, faster, stronger, more experienced, and on paper, they're just better, and they know it too. But I want to tell you something that they don't know. They don't know your heart. Patchwork Heart Ministry presents Young Catholics Respond, a challenge for young people to stand up for the Catholic faith and confound the world with radical hope. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Young Catholics Respond here on Patchwork Heart Radio. My name is Bill Snyder. It's great to be with you. Uh, for those of you who are tuning in to Patchwork Heart Radio for the very first time, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I, we, today we're going to do a kind of a special episode of this. Uh, we have two wonderful people. Um, Alicia Hartle is joining me. She is the Executive Director of Pentecost Today USA and also Monsignor Joseph Malagreca. Uh, he is the Director of Caris USA, and uh, we're super excited to have both of them with us. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, exactly what Caris is. So, uh, welcome to both of you. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Bill. It's wonderful to be here. God bless you all. It's good to be here, Bill. Yeah. So, um, you know, first of all, um, I, I would like to just get an idea about what Caris is and. Uh, what is it? How was it formed? Maybe I should answer. Yeah. So the Holy Father, Pope Francis, uh, took a great interest in the charismatic renewal and started an initiative. He started it over five years ago. He wanted to bring all those involved in the current of grace of renewal under one service. Uh, you know, there are many different charismatic expressions. There's charismatic communities. There are charismatic ministries. There's the charismatic renewal in the parishes and in the dioceses. And he set up a whole apparatus in order for us to be united somehow in a spirit of communion. And it's called Charis. And it was 
unrolled, the statutes were unrolled in December 2018, and the Holy Father himself uh, launched it at Pentecost 2019. You know, that's, that's incredible. Uh, you know, and so talk a little bit about the structure, if you don't mind, um, sharing, you know, how it is broken down into different, different regions of the world. Of course, it's an international organization, but what, is it, what does it look like? Uh, you know, well, from all, a, Holy Father raised the whole uh, structure of Caris to, uh, to the Va- Vatican level, and it's under one of the dicasteries in Rome. Uh, in the statutes, an international service of communion was appointed for the first three years, uh, starting June uh, 2019. It's extended a year now because of the pandemic, but 18 people were appointed, some from the United States, from every country, from every different type of expression. And every nation in the world was asked to form some sort of national service of communion that would try to gather uh, everybody in, the, in, their, in that country that's touched by the baptism of the Spirit or the outpouring of the Spirit. Plus, there's a hope that there's going to be a continental uh, unions also. So it's a three-level structure, national, uh, continental, and international. You know, that's really fantastic uh, that there's some formal structure. Um, and what does that enable these different uh, existing realities of the renewal to do does it strengthen and empower them in any particular way uh, you know maybe, maybe alicia you could touch a little bit on that sure absolutely um you know for years there was something called the gathering where many of the different realities of the renewal would come together to retreat to pray together to be in conversation um, it was very informal but what Karis on a national level brought to our nation in particular was a formal structure. And so now we see even with the first ever Karis USA conference, this uh, beautiful ministry and uh, really a, um, an act of unity in ministry with all the different realities of the renewal being invited to take part in in um, in this grace. So in the past, different realities would come together to celebrate the anniversary of the Duquesne weekend. So the birth of the Catholic charismatic renewal uh, once every five years. But we see this first ever Caris USA conference launching us into something more. So even beyond coming together once every five years, there will be other initiatives coming from all the different ethnic streams, all the different realities of the renewal, covenant communities, prayer groups coming together to work uh, and to pray in unity. You know, that's that's really beautiful. And I think one of the big things for, for young people, uh, especially young adults, are, you know, how do I fit into this new structure? You know, uh, I think there's a, a big push among young adults to... Um, you know, figure out whether, where they fit in, in their lives. You know, they're, you know, they're searching, they're kind of like, you know, where do I fit in, in certain groups? Um, And when they hear a formal structure, you know, they want to know, Hey, is this something that I can be a part of? Is this something that I can plug into? Do I have to change a lot of, you know, my, my actions or my behavior in in a certain way now that this is a formal structure? Um, What is, what does that look like? Uh, for a young person? Uh, are they welcome? Uh, how do they participate? 
you keep using the word formal structure, but that's just not what it is. This is not a reorganization of how we minister. It is a desire to be all together and to have mm -hmm. communion. So it's the, what we have in the United States and every country is called the National Service of Communion, trying to get everybody to know each other, talk to each other, pray together. Uh, all the existing realities keep going. So whatever young, young adult structures in renewal are existing, like uh, life team, studentville conferences, focus, uh, still goes on. But everyone's invited to participate in knowing each other because we all share, besides sharing our basic faith in Jesus and the Bible and our love of the Lord, we also share an experience of the Holy Spirit and a desire to evangelize, uh, an ardor in our hearts for a new evangelization uh, and a personal encounter with Jesus. So we're hoping more and more people just come and dialogue with us and pray with us. Uh, part of the structure of the National Service Union is that there are two spots on the 15 member board for young people, one Hispanic right now and one uh, English speaking, uh, so that there'll be people representative of youth on the National Service of Communion. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that's, that's also true of the first 18 appointed representatives on an international level and very much on, on the hearts of those in leadership and in service of Caris International and on a national level. Um, you know, the first moderator of Caris, Jean-Luc Mons, in our, our very first communication, he just said, Alicia, it is so important for young people to know that a radical experience of the Holy Spirit, of, of the power and presence of God is something that um, that is more than just a once in a lifetime experience, but it can be not only maintained, but can grow um, throughout your life. And so uh, just there's this urgency from the very beginning and uh, you see it kind of imprinted into even the way Karis has unfolded in really reaching and raising up younger generations. And, um, you know, we recently received a beautiful invitation from Cardinal Cantela Mesa, who is preacher to the papal household. And uh, it is specifically to young people. And, and it just, it ends with this, this question of, will you cry out with Isaiah? Here I am, Lord, send me. Then speak of Jesus, speak with your eyes if you cannot do it with your tongue. May your eyes be the eyes of those who have seen, Luke chapter 2, verse 30, of those who have found the hidden treasure and the precious pearl and have discovered where true happiness in life is to be found. And we see, uh, you know, I think there's this awareness even among young people that um, there's such, there's so much hunger and thirst among younger generations for truth, for Christ. Uh, so, so yes, there is a place and um, there are many opportunities. And as Monsignor Malagrek has shared, um, oftentimes uh, the different realities of the renewal are working uh, very intentionally to reach and to raise up younger generations as leaders within the, the different realities of the renewal. You know, that's so comforting to hear. And that, 
this is really a communion. I liked how you used that word, Monsignor, communion, uh, because it it um, empowers young people to realize that they're part of something bigger. And uh, both perceived something that we knew in our background, but he saw it very specifically, that there's lots of people baptized in the spirit but that we're not working together, we're working very separately, sometimes competing. And uh, I think he perceived that there was a need for a move that we could share with each other. Uh, you know, there is a generation gap in the church. Sometimes the young people in the church can't budge older people in the church and older people don't understand younger people. And that has come into the charismatic renewal also. And this effort, this initiative, is a desire for us to see how we how united we really are, so to work together across not only ethnic uh, barriers but across age barriers too, so that young and old can work together for the glory of the Lord. Mm. You know that's so beautiful. Uh, I we do have to take just a short little break here on Young Catholics Respond. When we come back, we're going to uh, really hone in and focus on the upcoming conference because. Uh, this conference is going to be uh, really exciting, especially for young adults. It's going to be taking place July 29th through the 31st at the Dunkin' Donuts Arena in Providence, Rhode Island. And so we're going to uh, just take a short break here uh, and then come back and talk about the conference. And uh, my uh, wonderful thanks to uh, Monsignor Malagreca and Alicia Hardo for being here today. Right back after this. Young Catholics Respond, brought to you by Breadbox Media, will return after these messages. Stay tuned. Today, many students go to college with numerous questions about their faith, yearning to know if the seed planted in them as a child is both true and practical. Using the miracle on the road to Emmaus as a model, young adult ministers conversed weekly for three months with college students about the most pressing questions they had about the Catholic faith. As they journeyed together virtually, something amazing happened. Doubts disappeared, fears faded, and Jesus revealed that he is still alive. Hearts Burning Within Us, the latest book from Patchwork Heart Ministry, is a result of that grace-infused conversation. It is the perfect back-to-school gift for recent high school graduates and current college students. Get your copy for them today at patchworkheart.org or by calling 424-704-3278. That's 424-704-3278. Patchwork Heart Ministry is committed to sowing hope into broken hearts by helping young people encounter the love of Jesus Christ and His Catholic Church through prayer, storytelling, and media initiatives. We invite you to prayerfully consider supporting this mission financially. Mail your tax-deductible donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry at P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, zip code 53147, or visit patchworkheart.org to donate online. That's Patchwork Heart Ministry, P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, 53147, or online at patchworkheart.org. What's the S stand for? It's not an S. 
On my world, it means hope. Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder. Welcome back, everybody, to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. I'm Bill Snyder. It's great to be with you. Uh, today, we're having a conversation with Alicia Hartle and Monsignor Joseph Malangreca about Caris and uh, the wonderful uh, organization and the way that it brings uh, people together, people who have experienced the Holy Spirit in a powerful way, who have been baptized in the Holy Spirit together, um, and, and how, quite frankly, young people can participate and fit in to this uh, wonderful structure, um, this new beautiful structure of uh, the Catholic Church. And so um, we're going to just shift in the second half of this interview to the to the uh, upcoming conference. And uh, it is uh, going to be called One Faith, One Lord, One Baptism. It's going to be taking place at the Dunkin' Donuts Arena in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, and registrations are open right now. So you can go over to karisusa.org uh, and check it out. But I would like to ask you just a little bit about, um, you know, what this conference is going to be like and what people can expect. And so Alicia Monsignor, I'll throw it out to you and, and let you tell people and get them all excited. So Bill, what is a national conference? What's the purpose of a national conference? It's a vision. It helps you get beyond your local experience and see what the Lord is doing on a wider, wider base. And in the United States, the Lord is doing wonderful things. There's lots of renewal going on. Uh, there's a whole Hispanic part of the church that is exploding with power. The Haitian reality and the Eastern coast of the United States is very strong. There's a Korean renewal. There's a Filipino renewal. There's an Indian renewal. There's an, a renewal among young adults that's very strong in many pockets. And when we all gather together, we see each other and we experience that even though we're all involved in different ministries and different services, it is one Lord, Jesus, one faith that we all believe in. We're all baptized in one, one Holy Spirit. Uh, and it gives us a, a vision of, of what the Lord is doing in this thing. So that's the real purpose of a conference, not even just the teaching. It's the gathering so that we see the great family we are. Mm. I love that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think it recalls... Uh, Acts chapter two, verse one, and on the day of Pentecost, they were all together in one place. And really the invitation to the national conference is, is an invitation to an act of faith, that coming together, that is the first step in uh, even the apostles and those in the upper room receiving the grace of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and the birth of the church. So many times when we, when we make that act of faith of coming together, simply to be in the presence of the Lord together, to gather in the name of Jesus. There is an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. There is a rebirth in our own hearts, in our own lives, and in the church around us, which is glorious to behold. Oftentimes, young people will see that at World Youth Day, you know, all of these different people from all around the world coming together, and it's, it's really a taste of heaven. Um, just that's that act of coming together to be in the presence of the Lord and to pray together. You know, um, you no, know, the into renewal is different among the different realities. Uh, in the Hispanic world, 
the the gap between young and old is not that big. Uh, and there are a lots going on with Hispanic youth. I think American youth should share. It's one of the values of a conference like this when young people get together who ordinarily do not know each other, because usually most of the young people all speak English, no matter what ethnicity they're from. And when they share with each other, it's very powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, I think one of the parts of this is our hopes to bring Anglo youth, Haitian youth, Hispanic youth, Black youth, uh, even Korean and Filipino youth together so they can see that the Lord is moving among the young church too. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, Bill, I think um, there's, there's a beautiful movement that we see uh, among those who are active in their parishes, who are uh, young adults in different cities, different places all across the nation. There's this movement toward forming young adult community. So uh, rosary walk, uh, adoration in community, a pilgrimage together, you know, and, and it's a lot of self-organizing, which is fantastic and beautiful, sometimes, oftentimes uh, connected to parishes. Uh, one example here in the Pittsburgh area, many of the different young adult communities come together for um, sand volleyball and have these different reasons for coming together uh, just to have that even diocesan wide connection with other young adults. And so this is an awesome opportunity, even for those young adults who say, you know, I've, I've never really experienced or had, uh, I've never formally stepped into participating in the Catholic charismatic renewal, but I, I want to I want to meet the young adults who are part of the Haitian renewal and the Hispanic renewal who are on fire who are living life in the spirit in this radical way and I'm interested I, I want something more um, this is an opportunity for whole young adult groups to come and to be a part uh, we see groups already like uh, St. Paul's outreach in Kansas City of about um, over 200 young adults who People are moving there from all over the nation to come together and to be part of this beautiful and flourishing community. Um, in Kansas City, there's what is called the Radical Core. And that Radical Core has made just a one-year commitment to cultivate life in the Spirit together, to meet on a weekly basis. And so we see the Holy Spirit moving young adult communities to this grace of cultivating life in the Spirit. And so again, this is something where groups like that that are already on fire, as well as those groups who maybe haven't necessarily had uh, an experience of actively participating in a ministry um, that is part of the formal renewal to come and to connect and to really uh, receive the grace of being together. You know, you. Uh, can I have love it. Um, we're aware that you can't give a conference just for people. We have to have a conference by people. Mm -hmm. So many young adults have been involved in the organization and the, uh, and the realization of this conference. So it's not just that there are older people giving a conference for young people, but the young adults are involved in the ministry, uh, in the general sessions and uh, the music, of course, and in the liturgy uh, and in the sharing. So I hope that they see that this is a conference for everyone and by everyone. Yeah, you know, I love that, Monsignor, and I think uh, we really want to extend that invitation 
to young adults to sign up and sign up now uh, for this amazing, uh, you know, coming together for this conference. Uh, you guys have just talked so beautifully about how the heart of the church is in um, is is being expressed in this conference and in throughout Karis, you know, throughout this whole podcast. So what you have done is just, you know, certainly relit my heart on fire. And I hope that there are young adults out there listening to this um, and do exactly what the title of this podcast is. Young Catholics respond, (laughs) respond to the call of Alicia and to Monsignor and sign up for this conference. Join us, you know, take the risk. It doesn't matter where you're from. This is a national conference. It is in uh, a wonderful city of Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, think about that. Divine Providence could have you at this conference in Providence, Rhode Island. So join us. Come. I know I'll be there. Alicia will be there. Monsignor will be there. And you will come and experience, you know, if you haven't yet experienced the powerful grace of the Holy Spirit, um, you will experience it at this conference. So thank you to both of you for your time. Uh, and I really look forward to uh, seeing you in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, this has been so much fun. Thank you to both of you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Bill. God bless you. Bless your ministry. Thank you, Bill. It's a joy to be with you. God bless you all. Awesome. And Father Armand Sr., if you would please uh, give us your closing blessing, that would be wonderful. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to pour your spirit upon us, and to fill us all with the desire to serve you purify us and strengthen us and unite us and bless all those who are participating in the, name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen god bless amen well thank you everybody until next time from all of us here at patchwork art ministry i'm bill snyder keep beating to your catholic heart young catholics respond is a production of patchwork heart ministry for more information about this and all our media programs visit patchworkheartradio.org To learn how you can support our ministry or become a sponsor, visit patchworkheart.org. Unleash your inner chef with help from fine wine and good spirits. Just pick up a bottle of tequila and get cooking. What will you stir up? Margaritas and mole. Palomas and pico de gallo. Tequila and tacos. Get the fiesta started when you save $4 on 750 milliliter bottles of 1800 tequila silver and $2 on 750 milliliter bottles of Jose Cuervo Especial Tequila Gold. Offers end May 29, 2022. Please enjoy responsibly.